When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I'm Shine Willis. I just jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. How cold is the middle of the winter? Ain't no telling I might drop the ticket. Never seen him do it like I did it. I can never forget who was with me. All right, today we got Shine Time in the building with us today. Shine Willis. Yeah. We just jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Yeah. Ah, uh, y'all ready, ain't it? We watch all your interviews. I know that's right. <laughs> we watch all your shit. So what y'all out here working on in Atlanta? Really, um, I, I got a mixtape about to come out with bigger ranking. Yeah. And um, I ain't even gonna lie, I ain't even I ain't named the mixtape yet, cause I always name everything I thought done. Like whatever I keep saying the most, that's what I name it. To be honest, that's my strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So how often do you get a chance to come out here and work? I don't really work out here to be honest with you. I, I really work in my city. I'm finna start coming out here a little more though. You got to. Yeah, I got to. This this like the uh, platform for rappers and all that. Atlanta, like, is the city, I realize. Even people from up north come down here. For sure. Yeah. So how would you compare working out here in Atlanta versus working back at home in Savannah? Ain't really no difference because, you know, when you rapping, you rapping, you're in the studio. Like, I don't like a lot of people in the studio with me. I don't care what city I'm in because you can't really focus. When people be around you, it's just like, it's like you get a, a mind blockage or something. Like, so I like to work by myself anyway. So what, it don't really matter. That's hard. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe life back home in Savannah? Like every other city. Everybody be trying to make their city seem like it's like super, super like, oh, don't go there. But you can get killed in every city. You got to know how to move wherever you at. So it's like Atlanta, Savannah, Florida, wherever. I mean, not Florida, but you know, any city, like, you, you got to know how to move. So I think it's dangerous everywhere. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. It's about how you move. Yeah. How would you describe your childhood coming up in Savannah? Mm. I was bad. But I played basketball too, though, so it's like it, it kind of had helped me because like I get in trouble, and then let's even even when I'm in school and I get in trouble, they take me to my coach. And when I was outside, it's like I was I was like a sneaky bag. I used to be with him every day, so we we were robbing every day. Like before we go home, what we say, bros? We ain't going in the house to what? So we get some money. So when I was robbing, I had to cover it up by playing basketball, and then he got locked up. So when he got locked up or whatever, we had caught some armed robbery charges. And then they took him first, and then I was just still out because I was playing basketball. So I be feeling like I'm the chosen one. Like anytime I do something, even when I'm, I'm gonna tell you a story of a man who was robbing, right? I, we, we had jumped over a 10 foot gate. <laughs> I'm talking about I went, flew over the gate, bust my behind, you feel what I'm saying? But ain't nothing happened to him. Or like when I got shot, I couldn't walk for three years. You know what I'm saying? Every time I do something, God punished me like, like that. It's just, that's just how it goes. So I learned that, like, dang, anything I do, I got to just watch what I do because I don't just get the little tap on the wrist. Even when, when I was locked up, I said it in the county 30 months. That's a long time for anybody to be in the county because, you know, you're you ready to go to prison, go to get your time. I knew I was going to jail. I knew I was going to do some time. So it's just like, it was crazy. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? Like 12 or 13 when I met <laughs> <laughs> You know, we was just, we was, man, listen, we was thugging. It was crazy because when I got in trouble, 
everybody was like, man, that girl ain't did that. I did it, bro. I did it. But then, but then it was like, uh, when I got locked up, I had a point to prove when I got out, because everybody turned on me. Everybody turned their backs on me. Everybody wasn't messing with me no more. So, you know, I had to, I had a point to prove. No, that's real. Mm -hmm. Talk about being McDonald's All-American basketball player. Like you said, you was good at ball, you was hooping. Everything I do, I'm good at. Like, whatever I do, I swear to God, like if I'm cooking something, you know, I'm good at that. If I'm, if, if I'm rapping, I'm good. Anything I do, I'm just good at it. I don't know why. So when I was playing basketball, I think I, I ain't love it enough because I was still in the streets. I was still robbing. Like, for instance, when I got shot, I was supposed to be back in school. I was going to school in Alabama. And my mom was like, why you ain't went back to school yet? I'm like, man, I'm trying to give me some money. I got shot. Like, I was the first, uh, I was the first uh, shooting in 2011 when I got shot. So I was supposed to have been in school, like, I think uh, three months before that, but I just went home. I went home, never came back. I, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't getting no real money there. Bills had to be paid, so I'm just at home just doing what I do. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't never really loved basketball like that, like, like people thought I did. So it wasn't nothing. I like money. So if I, even with me rapping right now, if I don't hurry up and make no money off this, off this I'm gone. Hey, that's just how it go. Nah, for real. Yeah, I got to eat. And you earned a scholarship to University of South Carolina. Yeah, she was mad at me, Don Staley. Shout out to Don Staley because she gave me a chance. Let me tell you how that went. So boom. We caught these armed robbery charges like in 2008 or something, right? So I'm, I'm trying to hide it from the school. I'm like, I ain't gonna tell them nothing. So when I caught the armed robbery charges, they wanted me to tell on him. I can't do it. So I went, they, they made me go to court with him. So when I went to court, you know, they telling me, you know, you gonna get that much time, okay, just run together. Cause I ain't finna tell on him, that's my brother. So they dropped the charges on me. They let me out. I want to rob somebody else. So then that this time, I know I ain't getting out because I got pending armed robbery charges, do armed robbery charges. As always, the guy had some uh, aggravated assault charges too, so. so I just, everything was over with. I hadn't got shot, everything. It was over with for me. I went straight to jail. So you lost a scholarship after the armed robbery charges? Well, first of all, let me back it up. I couldn't even get on campus, so that really made me mad. I was raged then, because it was like, they was like, uh, until, they, they sent me to a two-year college. That was a school in Alabama. The junior college. Yeah, they said, before I can get on the campus, I gotta go uh, to two-year school to get the charges dropped. So in the midst of me doing that, I'm already mad because I'm like, I can't go to the school I want to go to. I'm about to go to this little bulge school. I don't want a championship and everything over there. So I, I really just, like, I don't care. I'm, now I'm rebellious because I can't do what I want to do. So after that, when I got shot and went to jail, basketball was just history after that. It wasn't, it wasn't even no more talking about it. Nah, that's all it was. So talk about being shot and couldn't walk for three years. Mm. Well, I don't know. I just was, I just was like, I knew I was gonna walk again. It's just, I knew it was gonna take some time though. Cause when I got shot, I got shot in my lower back. Well, you know, that control, all that. So I, the doctor told me I wasn't gonna walk again. And you know, I had everything in the streets. People telling me I, I ain't, you know, but in my mind, I knew I was gonna walk. So I really wasn't worried about it, but it was like discouraging at times. Cause when I was in jail, I didn't have no real rehabilitation. And when you go to jail and you go to the hospital, you don't really want to be in the hospital trying to rehabilitate them folks looking at you with, with shackles on your feet, shackles on your arms. It just look, you know, it don't look good. So every time he's like, you want to go to rehab? Nah, I'm scared. I just walk in my room. And that's just how it was. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Talk about facing two life sentences and sitting for 30 months in the county. Mm. I missed it, my mama the most though. In my mind, I'm like, I just be like, if God give me another chance to just go home and take care of my mama, I ain't, I ain't gonna rob nobody no more. I lied though. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. You know, it's, it's all old, so it don't matter. So 
And my mind, I'm like, dang, I just, I just want to get out. Because my mama, you know, our mama's getting old. I can't be locked up in no, no forever. And my mama just got to keep coming to see me. So I'm like, man, they let me out. I ain't going to do it no more. But things just kept happening in my life. So, you know, that's just how it is when you're in the streets, though. It's just ain't no, ain't no, ain't no in and out. Like, you either in or you out. Ain't no, ain't no in between. So you got to be all in. So we was just all in. For sure. Yeah. So what ended up happening after you took the uh, 30 months? I went to jail about five more times after that. I ain't even gonna lie. I went to jail. I got out of jail from during that time. I did like three years. And then I got caught with some drugs at a traffic stop. Uh, the police said I ran a stop sign. So, you know, he came to the car, went in my trunk, got all the drugs. So I got, I got uh, they were trying to give me 10 years. So they gave me, I had got a good lawyer, Jonah Pines, shout out to him. He had gave me like a 10 to one. Then after I got out of that, went back to jail again. I went back to jail like four, four five times. I just came home like 2018. So. And then once you go to jail, you're going back, especially if you take all the papers I took. I took a 15 to 3. I'd have been locked up on that same probation for about five times now. <laughs> I'm almost done with it, though. I got like uh, five years left. I knocked it down a little bit. So, so with all that time, how do you find yourself sane? Like, sane? Like, yeah. Because I'm strong, and I feel like, you know, if you're weak, you beat. So ain't no such thing as uh, tripping about it, because ain't nothing I can do about it. And, you know. If you getting money, that job kind of like make you motivated. Like if you broke and you going through something, you just gonna be a little sad puppy. But if you getting money and you just you you feel me, you focus on what you trying to do, it, life be better. So that's how I just focus on just trying to be better in life and be successful because that's the only thing that can make you feel better. Like to me, I don't know. I like to take care of people. So if I can't take care of nobody, then I'm sad. Like I like to make people happy and stuff. So that's just how, how I cope. That's my mechanism. How would you describe the type of people you met in jail? I met, I don't never want to see them people again, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, like some of them I still see, but like, I don't, cause, cause when I was in there, I'm not like that. I ain't, they, when people was happy they was in there, I got life outside, you feel me? Like they, you could tell they ain't never had nothing. So the whole time they in jail, all they doing is, is making it home. I'm just trying to figure out a way to get out of here. So I'm really, you know, I met some cool people. I got a few people that I still talk to, but like out of a thousand people I met, probably about 10 people I still contact. But that ain't my real friends, though. You got to think about it. You in there with people that do the same thing you did. You can't. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Trust some people. I was in prison my first day. I came there, whatever. So mind you, I ain't really all the way 100%, but I'm still going to beat your ass inside this room because we just both are. So I was, she was reading a book. No, I was reading my book. The girl was still in my commissary while she was looking at me. So I just put the book down like, man, if you don't put my motherfucking commissary back in my bag, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, dead ass serious. Like, I don't care nothing about this, about this cane, because I had a cane at the time. I don't care nothing about this cane. I'm going to beat your ass with the cane. So they moved me to another dorm, but they can try you in there. Yeah, that's how that shit is. Then you end up dating one of the COs? Yeah, boy, what? Uh, that was in jail, though. That was um, in the county. Um, how that went was, I don't know, we just, she had, we had it, I don't know, it was weird. She was like a little Puerto Rican lady or whatever. I knew she liked me, so. Mm, I was in there for so long, I knew everybody. It was like, 
we started going together. I came home to her. When I, when I went to prison, um, like three months before I went to prison, two months before I went to prison, they fired her. The inmates had been told on her because she was like arguing with everybody in there about me. Any girl that liked me, she tripping, arguing. So they fired her then. When they fired her, I get, a, I get an anonymous letter and she like, she like, I'm waiting on you to come home. I'm like that. So when I get home, I moved, I moved out with her. She had a husband, she divorced that nigga. Hmm. And then, you know, the rest was history, but I couldn't do right. I kept cheating. I kept cheating. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't work. <coughs> we was together for probably like <coughs> 2011 to 2015. <coughs> mm-hmm. You see how a lot of rappers nowadays are shooting dice. You feel you can give them a run for their money? Listen, last year, no, oh, it was this year last year we lost all that money. Last year, I lost like $60,000 in three days. Him, him, and me. We all lost, I lost my own 60 piece. They lost their own money, boom. That was like, that, I stopped gambling. I don't, I don't even, I shoot a little bit, but I don't gamble like that no more. Man, we was about to, we was trying to, boy, we was, anybody could have got it that night. We was trying to hurt somebody to get that money back, boy, listen. Cause it's like, I work, I, I hustle. So I hustle too hard to just lose my money in one night. Man, we was going through it. I'm yeah. rolling dice though. What's the most you ever won? Uh, I don't want a lot of money. I can't even say. You talking about at one time, one night? Yeah. What you think? Like, about seventeen, about twenty thousand in one night. Yeah. That, that was, was a good night. Yeah, that was a good night. <laughs> but overall, I don't want. I know I don't want over hundred thousand dollars because I've been shooting dice since I was like eight, seven, seven, eight. <coughs> yeah, I've been shooting dice for a long time. I used to be around the niggas in the hood. I had learned how to shoot two dice first. And it was over after that. I'm outside every day with dice trying to play people for their money. And I'm shitting people out of their money. My first shootout I was in, I was with my homeboy Drikas. So Drikas and Bug. So anyways, the nigga, he's shooting dice with me. So I, I feel like he's cheating me, but maybe it's in my mind because I really want my money back. So anyways, um, I can speak about it like it's old. So anyways, I come back. I tell Bug, what you about to do? He like, shit, nothing. I said, well, come, come with me real quick. He like, all right. So we thinking we finna beat the nigga up for the money. I go in the house, I had a little 380 my little partner sold me. I went out there, like, give me everything back, fuck it. Matter of fact, give me your money, my money, everybody money. So I robbed him, and I ain't gonna lie, he was a real nigga though, because he came back shooting at my ass with a Desert Eagle. That was the first time I ever got shot at, I was like, in, uh, I was like 15. Yeah, he tried to kill me, but I had took that shit though, I really did. I had needed that. I had needed that back. <laughs> I had needed that for real. And like, since I was little, like my daddy ain't never been around. So it's just me and my mama. I got, I got, I got five. I got my mom got five kids. Brother in prison for murder. So he ain't never really been around. So hell, I'm the new person that's gonna provide. So I can't go in the house. I lost all my goddamn money. But I need that back today. <laughs> right now, I need that back. So yeah, took that back, but. You know what's crazy? He see me now and he, he speak to me now. I was like 15 though, so. That's real. He was like 30. I needed that back though. If a nigga robbed you back in the day, would you speak to him to this day? Fuck no. <clears throat> Hell no, never. Mm-mm. Cause it's just, no. A nigga done tried to rob me in my older days. When I was young, hell, I ain't had shit for a nigga to rob me for. But, <laughs> but, but, but when I started getting money now, nigga tried to rob me. It was two little niggas or whatever they tried to, but. That shit ain't had went how they, it was planned. They ain't had went the way they thought it was gonna go. They thought I was gonna just get, nah, I bucked that shit. And I was fighting both of their ass. 
But that's what that shit come with, though. It ain't, I don't never walk outside and think a nigga ain't gonna try to kill me or rob me. That's how that shit go. Yeah, you getting some money, they gonna, they, gonna, they gonna try to kill you. That's why I don't even, I don't really, I don't really go out like that. I don't really fuck with people like that. Ain't no purpose. What would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up? Don't take nothing for granted because I used to take shit for granted. I'm talking about even, even like just getting up can be able to open your eyes and walk. Don't take that shit for granted because when I, was, when I first got shot, I was like, damn, I took all this shit for granted. And now look, I'm just fucked up, but I bounced back from that shit though. So. But at the time though, it was like, damn, you can't take nothing for granted because you never know. Even our homeboy that we was robbing with and shit, back in the day, I got, it's like God let me get out of prison for a reason. I got out of prison early and a week later he died. You see what I'm saying? He was our big, big bro. That nigga died and I didn't even think he could die. That nigga was the truth. I'm talking about out the window with a Mac 11 and let your ass have it, but that nigga killed me. Our homeboy killed me. Our old homeboy. He ain't our homeboy no more. <laughs> for sure. Yo. How did you start making music? Um, I always, I always like do, did like, I would recite other nigga shit. Like if a nigga rapping, I had like a lot of character. Like I like to copy off how a nigga sound. I don't know why I just do. Like Young Thug, I'm gonna get a feature with him soon. I like him. That's my boy, Young Thug and Kevin Gates. But mm, I always just had a little melody in me, but I ain't took it serious until my girl had put um, one of my videos on another nigga page. He was promoting or something. That shit had got like 30K views in one day or 20K or some shit like that. I said, oh shit, they might like me a little bit. So I'm like, I'm just gonna try to rap. And I did. And they kind of liked me a little bit. So I was like, shit, fuck it. So now I, like, I got my own little fan base. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Would you list as some of your musical influences? Young Thug. <laughs> I, love, I, I love Young Thug. Cause like he, he, every time I hear somebody talk about him, he reminds me of me. Like, like he helped everybody out. And I don't know how much help he get back, but it's like, and you don't really hear about it for real because he ain't gonna talk about it, but that nigga done helped a lot of people because I be watching them interviews. He done helped a lot of people. That's why I like him. And I like how he got his brother out. From not doing that life sentence. Whatever the hell his name is. I ain't like that. I ain't getting my brother out though. He a bitch, I don't like that nigga. <laughs> I don't fuck with him at all. He gonna see this interview and be mad. I don't give a fuck. I don't fuck with that nigga. When would you say you started taking music serious? A few months ago. Uh, when I told you about the look, when my girl put the thing on the video, I mean, put the video on the boy page and I got all them views and likes and shit. I was like, damn, I might could do something with this. And then it's like, ain't everybody dream is to get the fuck out the streets. Ain't nobody want to stay in the streets. If they say they do that, they crazy. I don't, I don't want to. That shit like early death or life sentences and shit. I don't want to be in the streets. So when I seen that shit like can, can get you out the streets and make you make your family, you know what I'm saying? Wealthy and shit. I'm like, I think I need to do that. That's why. That was that. How would you describe your current thoughts on the rap game? Oh, that shit fake as hell. I done experienced some shit already, and I ain't even in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, niggas fake. Well, listen, the best the best thing I can I told myself was I ain't getting cool with none of them niggas or trying to do none of that shit. Like, cause I was already, I ain't even gonna speak on the little nigga name, but I, I had did some shit with a little nigga. Nigga had a game, 50 niggas the song. So it's like, bros, what the fuck is you doing? Like, you can't, you gave everybody the song, but you gave it to me too. So it's like you done made money off all of us off one song. See what I'm saying? 
And I, and I ain't mad because I look at it like, shit, nigga, you can finesse, finesse, why not? I ain't mad at him, but it's just like, I know that shit fake. And we ain't got no friends. We shine time, that's it. We don't, we don't got no friends. No, for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we shine time. That's how we mobbing. How would you describe the music scene back at home in Savannah? Oh, it's some, um, it's some, it's some niggas with some talent in Savannah. We just got to come together more. Ain't nobody trying to help nobody for real. But it's some talent though. Why do you think people overlook the talent coming out of Savannah? Cause we ain't together. And it's like, if you, you know how that shit go like in Atlanta, everybody, them folks is together. Them folks helping each other out and shit or whatever in Savannah. If a nigga helping you out, then he needs something from you. And, 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 and in the end, it's, it's just gonna all be about him. But I ain't gonna say everybody like that. But a lot of times, and it's like, it ain't too much jealousy, crap. But I love my city, though. I don't really got nothing bad to say about it. I love everybody in my city. For sure. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about your new songs, Left Me and My Story. Oh, them bitches hit. But guess what? I got a new song that you ain't even heard. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Energy. That's gonna be the one put me on the map. It's, it's, a, uh, it's like a little radio song, put that shit off. But my story is a real story. Right? And, and, and left me is when I was in prison. So that shit based off of what I went through when I was in prison and how they went fucking with me. So that's it. All my songs touching though. I don't really make shaky booty club songs. I'm gonna do that. Cause I ain't, cause I ain't no, I ain't, I ain't no club person. So it's gonna be hard for me. To, I, everything I done rapped about, I swear to God I did it or I done been around it. But I ain't said nothing in my rap shit that I ain't did. I can't really be talking about the clubs cause I ain't no club person. And back in the day, like I said, when, when the clubs was popping, we was out lurking, trying to find a nigga to come out the club. So we ain't never been no club people. That's gonna be the only hard thing about the rap, cause I gotta. I know when I start like doing like sh most shows and shit, I gotta be in the club all the time with these niggas. Now these niggas gonna be puffing on me. You see what I'm saying? That shit crazy how the world just. Yeah. Feel me? This shit just. This. Every time something happened, I just eat that shit up, cause I be like, boy, that's karma, cause I done did everything. Like the little niggas that tried to rob me. The sheriff was coming in when they was trying to rob me, so we outside fighting. You can Google this shit and all. But anyway, we outside fighting. This shit happened like on um, last summer. So the police was coming around and he thought we was fighting, but they was trying to rob me. So little niggas, toe out, boom, hit the goddamn, uh, what the shit called? The Walgreens wall, boom. The police locked him up. The same little nigga now calling my phone like, man, please, whoop, whoop, write this and that third. I'm like, little bro, all I'm doing is not show up the court on you. I ain't writing nothing though. I don't want my name in it. But when they tried to rob me, the neighbors told, and the maintenance men told everything that was going on. So now they like on some shit like, you know, I'm like, whatever they do with them, they do with them. But now you need my help, little bro, you tried to rob me. That shit crazy. Oh God, right now to this day, I can show you the messages, little nigga writing. Only thing I can do for him is, you know, I ain't about to tell him, I ain't about to go to court on him. You gonna get out, cause I ain't gonna go to court. But you tried to rob me and gonna ask me for my help. Dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> Dirty. I'm talking about to a point where me and, me and one of the little niggas fighting right, the other nigga hit me in the head with a gun. I, I got a story called Glory. It's in that story. I mean, it's in that song. A song called Glory. Nigga hit me in my head like four times. My shit was bust up. I probably still got patches and shit. And you called my phone, well, you know, got in touch with me through the Gmail and shit, and asked me, can I save you? And you know how crazy it is? I'm going to save him, though. 
a, a funny part of me feel bad for him, bro, because I was doing the same thing, dog. Like, I'm like, damn. And then everybody's like, man, fuck that nigga, let him drown. I'm like, nah, bro, it's because I wish a nigga would have saved me when I got there, when it got goddamn caught up, but a nigga ain't saved me, though. I just had to do my time. But I wish he get out. I hope he changed what he's doing, because somebody else going to kill him. <laughs> Boy, for real, because, like, it was, listen, I'm at, a, I'm at a chick house, which she my girlfriend now, but at the time we just kicking it. I'm at her house. Somehow them little niggas had to find out where I was at. I'm coming downstairs to go outside. Them niggas trying to back me back up in the house. I'm like, I'm not going back in the house for y'all to go ahead and kill me, so I'm bucking. So we fighting in the goddamn parking lot. That's when I ain't never moved to town again. I never move in town. Yeah. Nah, that's real. That shit crazy. So talk to us about your upcoming project with Bigger Ranking. You said you ain't named it yet. Why do you feel you wait to the end of your projects to name it? Because I'm strategic with shit. I might leave something out. I need it to be perfect. I'm perfect. Even when I take my pictures, bros, and when I do my videos, anything I do, I'm going to take a thousand pictures. And I'm going to pick the best one. Because I just, every, you don't get a second time for a first impression, so you should always do your best to me. So I don't, I don't really feel like I should rush the name because I ain't even done with the mixtape yet. So... I'm going to finish it like, I mean, I'm going to name it like when, when I finish. That'll be like two weeks. I have a name for it. What would you say is your personal favorite song from the project so far? Winner. Yeah, Winner. Because that bitch ride. And it, like, it's just telling the truth. I don't know. I like all my songs. Though. I don't got no favorites really no more. All them shit ride. Yeah. I'm about to be everybody's favorite rapper song too. For sure. For real, for real. Watch. You'll see. What do you want listeners to take from your music? I don't know. They need to take, they need to take heed of everything I'm goddamn saying because everything I'm saying is going to goddamn help you. I ain't going to put you in harm's way. I'm going to tell you the do's and don'ts and shit because, you know, every time you do some bad shit, that don't mean you're going to just die or, you know, go to prison or shit like that or whatever, but you just need to know it's consequences behind that shit and got to live up to that shit. Ain't no tucking your tail when shit happens. You gotta go. You gotta see your mama on that visitation window, and you gotta see her crying, and you gotta see them kids. You know what I'm saying? Or, or when you die, you know, you ain't left the kids. You gotta just know all that shit and all that shit in my music. Like, ain't no such thing as just doing that shit and not knowing what's gonna happen when, when the consequences hit your ass. So, take from my shit is just know. If you're in the streets, you gotta live up to that shit. No, for sure. Yeah. Talk to us about your independent grind as an independent artist. My independent grind. I mean, I'm doing this shit by myself, so I don't got no big homie. I am the big homie, to be honest with you. I don't got no big homie or nothing like that. Like, so all this shit coming out my pocket. So one day maybe I might have, you know, somebody support me, but I don't know. And that shit expensive too. If you want to be a rapper, bro, listen, boy, you got to have some money. Everything costs. It costs to talk to a nigga. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, bro, listen, it costs, bro, it costs to talk to a nigga, dog. It costs everything. Like, okay, I'm going to say, for instance, even if you call a nigga just to be like, hey, bro, bitch, bro, let me um, holler at you about something. Man, listen, nigga trying to get that money out of you. Like, yeah, like, everything costs, bro. Like, you don't think a nigga doing a favor for you, boy. Yeah, man, with that money at the end. Like, nothing is free. Nah, that's for real. That's for real, bro. <laughs> Would you ever consider signing to a major label situation? Hell yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> about 
four months ago, I'd have been like, no, I ain't signing nobody, being no slave to no nigga. But then when I started like realizing like all the money I'm putting in this shit, I'm like, no wonder why people sign use they fucking money to get what you gotta get, you feel what I'm saying? Then you know, cause in the last, no cap, the last four months, I done spent 40 grand. Easy. I'm talking about just, you see my camera right there? I gotta pay him. You see the engineers, goddamn videos, you know, just everything. Just everything. That shit, that shit costs. You gotta have some money. For sure. For sure, for sure. What else you working on right now? Let me see. Um, I ain't really working too much too hard because I got so much shit. I'm really at my own pace. I got a lot of shit like lined up. But I got um I posted with the bigger ranking today at seven o'clock. I'm gonna go next week because my engineer was out of time. He couldn't send the music. I got DJ Small Eyes in August. On the 28th, I got um, the progress report. So I'm just lining shit up. And like I said, this shit, I, this shit from me. Ain't nobody helping me. So all this shit just in rotation because some shit I put together. Any last words and shout outs? Yep, shout out to my mama and my sisters. I got three sisters. My brother, a bitch. Um, you know, my niggas is with me. This care, you know, Mel, Rico, my girl, Bethany. Got down all my homeboys. There's too many of them to name. My cousin Tyson, he mad at me right now, but you know how that go. My cameraman, Kari, you see what I'm saying? And everybody in the Pope, man, I love my whole city. The whole city, we finna be on. It's a lot more other niggas gonna come in and be with you too. Dang. Savannah, I'm next. Nah, for real. Shine time, appreciate having you all today. Shine time, man. Appreciate it, bro. Shine time, man. Stop playing with us. Mm-hmm. Sure. I call us the middle of the winter. Ain't no telling I might drop the ticket. Never seen him do it like I did it. I can never forget who was with me. Yellow bitch, she get high as a ticket. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.